Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. This is Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Welcome to Prayer 2021. Amen. We're so glad that you're joining us today. Today is January 10th, and our scripture of the day is from Mark chapter 14, verse 39. It says, Once more he went away and prayed the same thing. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer, and we'll go ahead and start today's Bible study. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before your throne this day, your throne of grace and of mercy, thanking you, praising you, just for the privilege and the opportunity to come before you and pray. Father, we thank you that you hear our prayers. We thank you that your word says if we know you hear our prayers, then we know we receive the petitions that we desire of thee. Father, we thank you for answered prayer, and we thank you for moving in our life. We thank you for Jesus, who saved us and made us children of the Most High God. Now, Lord, have your way with this study, and we thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Shout amen, somebody. Now, today, the study that we're going to be talking about today is stay positive and resist doubt. And in order to receive the answer to your prayers, you need to let every single thought about the subject of your prayers to remain positive at all times and call it as if it was already done in Jesus' name. Now, let's say you're believing for a financial answer to prayer. Stay positive, even in the face of negative reports. If you're believing for a healing, same thing. You know, stay positive, even in the face of negative reports, you know, uh, you know, pains and aches and all that other stuff. How you feel does not affect the Word of God. Let me just put it like that. Let me say it again. How you feel does not affect the Word of God. Amen. After you pray in faith according to God's Word, and you must stand on Scripture at all times. Never, ever allow a picture of failure to try and replace that word that's living on the inside of you. Remember, Jesus is the word. He's on the inside of you. When you ask him for something and he says yes and amen, it doesn't matter what your body feels like. It can be riddled with cancer and extreme pain. You pray, he said yes. It doesn't matter what the doctors say. I mean, if... You can't be moved by what you feel. Well, Brother Bob, I'm hurting, and, and what should I do? Stand on the word that you prayed. Stand on the word of God at all times. Sometimes, yes, it is going to be difficult, but you have to stay positive. You cannot say, and this is where you'll lose it, well, I know God will heal me someday, but I just, he, he just didn't hear my prayers today. No, he heard your prayers. Amen. You have to settle that in your heart forever. He heard your prayers. And we know that with God, it's always yes and amen. It's not maybe, no, if, perhaps. It's yes, no. And when, his, when it comes to his children, it's yes and amen. All right? Now, we are talking about receiving answers to your prayers. Once you've prayed, once you've asked God for something, and when I say something, I'm not being a generalist here. It has to be specific. We already talked about that. Make your prayers specific. But I don't know what you need, and I don't know what you're praying for, and I don't know what 
somebody else who's watching us right now or listening to us right now needs or what they're praying for. So I have to be as general right now as I'm talking to you today through this platform. For example, let's say you need $1,314 to meet a financial obligation. Don't just say, Lord, I need a breakthrough here. I need to see an increase in my finances. I need extra money, Lord. And then you walk out to the parking lot of a grocery store and you find a $5 bill laying on the ground. Oh, that's nice. You know, pick up $5. Wouldn't that be an increase of your income? That is an increase over what you had. So God just answered your prayer. Well, brother Bob, you know, $5, but I need $1,314. You know, he, he knows what I need. Why did he just send $5? He does know. Yes, he does. And more so, he knows what you need more than you do. Okay. But you were not specific in your prayer. You just said, Lord, I need to see an increase in my finances. Ten minutes later, you have $5 you weren't expecting. That was an increase. He answered that prayer. Well, he's just teasing me about that. No, no. He knows what you need. And he understands what you need better than you do. Well, you said that again. What do you mean by that, Brother Bob? All right. Well, since we're on the subject, let's talk about praying for finances for a minute. This is a unique form of prayer. Because God's not going to just rain money down out of heaven like manna, all right? He has already put all of the silver, all the gold, all the cattle out of a thousand hills. It's already there. He's already created all the silver and all the gold that is in the earth. It was created at creation. He's not making it anymore. Man's not making it anymore. What we have is what we have, okay? They don't make gold and silver anymore. They can find deposits of it, but they have to go find it. And like I said, God's not making any more either just because you need extra money. So for him to answer your prayer for financial increase, he has to get it from someone who already has it. Does that make sense? Okay. And when you say, God, I need $1,314 and I need it now, God knows what you really need. I know. I have had this type of conversation with God before. All right. I was praying a prayer like that when God arrested me in the spirit. I said, you know, I'll just use the same amount. God, I need $1,314 and I need it now. And I just felt him inside me say, no, you don't. <laughs> that shocked me. I was like, yes, I do. And he's like, no, you don't. And I'm like, well, oh, no, I don't. He said, inside. Now, I don't believe it was an audible voice, but... I, the Holy Spirit is speaking to him. He said, if I gave you this money right now, next month you'd be right back here asking me for more. And you know, he was right. So I'm thinking, oh, good. He's going to give me more money than I need. right? But then he showed me in his word that living in debt is my problem. Was my problem. Not no more. It was my problem. Living in debt instead of living in faith is what was wrong. It goes against biblical principles. And if it's going against biblical principles, he cannot bless it. And with this pandemic now, you can see why. People lived here for, you know, they're, they're in the present. They're living for the now instead of saving money. You know, they want instant pleasure, instant gratification. Why do you think fast food restaurants are so popular? Because people don't want to go home and cook healthy food. They'd rather, you know, I'd want a full meal in five minutes even though it's full of all this other weird stuff, than to go home and take two hours to cook a proper dinner. 
They would rather have a 46-inch plasma flat-screen TV than the one they currently have had for the last three years. It still works just fine. Right? Even though they want the TV, even though they want to go on vacation, there are people who will put an entire year, or you know, the, let's say Disney World, for a family of four for a week. You know, four or five thousand dollars easy, right? They would rather let's go to Disney World, flip out the credit card, bam, and oh, we had so much fun for this week. Rather than plan on it, save on it, and go next year and pay cash for it, right? They're living for the here and now. They should have been saving for an emergency fund that experts say should have a minimum of six months' expenses and preferably an entire year. But most people, most people don't even have one month of emergency expenses in savings. I know I was the same way. Okay, I lived like that, and they're just living paycheck to paycheck. You know, paycheck comes in, they got four or five hundred extra dollars. Where can we spend it? What can we buy today? You know, like I said, several years ago, as I was praying for a miracle in order to just keep the bills paid. That's when God said, no, you don't need $1,314. What you need to do is stop borrowing money and living on a credit card and start saving and paying cash. And I did. I started it, and it was not easy. It took, oh, good Lord, it took at least six months just to get used to living like that. I mean, it, it, you know, when a habit is a hard thing to break, but you can do it. And when I started living that way, life got better. I mean, yes, we've went, because of trying to pay off debt and all that, we went several years without vacations. I'm talking about extended, you know, family-type vacations. You know, there's nothing wrong with traveling local, what do they call it, a, a staycation, things like that. But we went several years saving for an emergency, to build up our emergency savings. But during this pandemic, look what happened. When everyone was panicking around us, we were secure. That's just one example. Why, why was everyone panicking? Because they had less than one month's savings. They sure didn't have savings for six months. And look how long this pandemic's been lasting. People out of a job. Some of them haven't, haven't worked in nine months. And they weren't prepared for that. And that, you know, you kept hearing it. You kept hearing experts say over and over and over, you need to have at least six months worth of expenses in savings. You know, things aren't easy for us. You know, the ministry has had reduced income and all of that. But we were prepared as well as we could be. And we've been sustaining. You know, and when things like that happen, you shut down your expenses a little bit more and make that six months last nine months, or the nine months last a year. But God still provided. He provided, just like when he rained manna down from heaven for the children of Israel wandering around that wilderness. I said, they who gathered much had none left over. He who gathered little had just enough. God will make sure that what you, if you follow his biblical principles, he'll make sure that what you have will last. Amen? So, the point I'm trying to make in sharing this today is not how to live secure financially. Okay, we'll be talking about finances at some other point in time. My point was to say you need to stay single-minded and focused on your answer to the prayer request. In my example, we started with a 
I'm asking God for increase. You found $5 on the sidewalk. That was increase. He answered your prayer. You cannot say God did not answer your prayer. But if you are praying specifics, God, I need this amount of money by this day. And I have $5 here. It's not going to meet my need. So if it's not going to meet my need, it must be a seed. I have $50 here. I have $500 here. If it doesn't meet your need, it must be a seed. And now you tell God that I need this money by this day. I've got, you know, $25, $50, whatever it is. I'm going to sow this as a seed to someone else because your word says to give. Now listen to me, to give and it, what you give, it shall be given back to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together. It shall be given back to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together. It shall be given back to you. When you give it, what you give shall be given back to you, but it'll be a good measure, pressed down, shaken together. And then what else does it say? Well, running over, measure giving your will. Think about that. Think about that expression that was used. It, give and it, what you give, shall be given back to you, a good measure, pressed down, shaken together. And running over, men shall give into your bosom. Men will chase you down to give you what God told them to give you. Oh, Brother Bob, I, I, never, I, I never read that like that. I thought it was talking about running over the top of the cup. That's why you have to study the Word of God. When you plant that seed, when you sow that seed, what you plant, what you sow is what you reap. Right? You do not plant corn and reap apple trees. You do not plant wheat and reap corn. When you plant wheat, you get wheat. When you plant corn, you get corn. But when you sow corn, when you sow those finances, into someone else's life who is in need even worse than you are. God says, give, and what you give, you're sowing money. That money shall be given back to you. It'll be a good measure. It'll be pressed down, so pack more into whatever the container was that you were carrying it out to sow with. It'll be shaken together, so it compacts even more. And running over, men shall chase you down and give into your bosom. Praise God, I hope you got that today. But you have to give some God something to work with in order for that scripture to become activated. That's the key. Amen. If you're praying for healing, as we talked about previously, go out, do whatever it is you have not been able to do. I recently had my knee replaced. Day one, laying in the hospital bed, I started lifting my leg up in the air. Oh, the pain was so, it was, it was rough, but I would lay there in bed. I might only move it, you know, an inch, but I started working that leg, working that leg. And the progress I made in recovery amazed the physical therapy people. It amazed the doctor. The doctor came in uh, the afternoon after the surgery and I was already lifting my leg by myself off the bed. He said, I haven't seen anybody do that in almost a year. All the surgeries I've done, you're, you're going to get out of here quick. And he was right. But the point I'm trying to say is, whatever it is you cannot do, do. You know, we said if you have COPD, by faith, take that next deep breath. 
if you have a bad back, praise God by faith. Stand up straight. Do whatever it takes for you to do what the devil was trying to limit you in. If you, can, if you cannot lift your arm above your head, then do it. Then you might only get this high and then assist it the rest of the way. Right? But then just don't drop it. Leave it up there. Leave it. As it starts lower, hold it up. Yeah, folks, you have to sow by faith. Okay? If you have to, you know, you need to lift it up, but at least do it. Then praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my arm is above my head for the first time in months. Thank you, Jesus. That is answered prayer. Right? And keep at it. Do not, whatever you do, do not get a picture of you not being able to do it. Never doubt. Never, ever doubt for even one minute that God has not already answered your prayer. He already did. It may not be manifested in the natural but our answers in him are yes and amen. Okay? If doubt creeps in, resist it. Speak against that doubt. James 4, 7 says, resist the devil, he will flee from you. You can only resist the devil and you can only make him flee when you are resisting with the word of God. You need to fire those scriptures at you like we talked about, or at the devil like we talked about before. Your words mean nothing to the devil. Devil, I don't like you. Now get out of here. Just going to look at that. Yeah. Okay. He would rather have you speak to him in your mind all day long than to have you speak one verse of scripture from the word of God. Amen. So when you are believing for an answer to manifested prayer, a prayer that you've made to God, never ever allow what you see in the natural to influence what you believe in your spirit. No matter, never ever allow a picture of failure to take up permanent residence in your mind, okay? We're about out of time. I want to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray you will show yourself strong right now today to whoever is watching or listening to this teaching right now. I thank you, Father. You've already heard their prayers, and you are bringing their prayer requests to pass even as I speak. I pray you will strengthen this person, by the power of your word, so they will not waver in their faith at all. I pray they will remain strong in faith, standing on the promises contained in your word. And I pray you will speedily answer their prayer requests in a way that it will be undeniable, undeniable, that they can never doubt God has heard and God has answered their prayers. And I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Do me a favor. Go down below, leave a comment, and I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave us a rating and review over on iTunes. All of this helps us to grow and to get the word out into all the earth. Amen. Be sure to visit our website, podcastsforchrist.com. Download our free resource, Podcasting for Christians. It's free, and it will bless you immensely if you have or are thinking of starting a podcast of your own. Amen. Till next time, this Pastor Bob reminding you from... 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 in the Living Bible, where it says, Always keep on praying. Be blessed in all that you do.